really know what's going on over there other than everybody's dumb. The instant you step out of line, you say something that they don't like and they don't like you personally, they're going to use all those pre-existing laws and they're going to use it on you. A woman exposed her male genitalia to women and underage girls. That's what happened. It's pure propaganda and it's super cringe, by the way. Um, <laughs> super, it's super cringe. Call me the ass, Jake. Is my quality okay this time? Yeah. You just finished watching Training Day? Is that what happened? Yeah, for the first time. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> I do have my rap snack still, though. Eric Butler of TatumReport.com. Um, I also I haven't opened this bag. The convenience store near me is one of those, you know, fall off the back of the truck convenience stores, if you will. <laughs> where all this stuff that probably shouldn't be available here is available. And I got to say, the little baby cheddar and um, sour cream are pretty good. But the women of the uh, of the house here, they didn't like it, but the men loved it. So that's all I'm going to say. Uh, there's a funny sketch. There's like an Instagram comedian who does a... Have you seen him? The time traveler? The guy who's like, he's dressed up like it's 2005. You know have I seen him? About? I think his... I forget his actual handle, but his whole thing is like... He's he's a time traveler from 2005 and he's wearing these like giant throwback jerseys and these big baggy jeans and he finds yeah, a bag. Yeah, yeah. He finds a bag of the little baby wrap snacks and he just says, "Why does he call himself a baby? That's a grown man." It's just, <laughs> <laughs> that's um, what it reminds me of. Do you want to make fun of me for my haircut and everything like you're doing off air or are you trying to be <laughs> a, a nice guy? Well, I mean, mm-hmm. come on, man. Every whenever the beard gets shaved, it's just a little, it's a little jarring, you know. I, I get it, it has to happen every now and then, but it just, uh, you know, it's it's like it's a little strange. Like for your your face, you take takes ten years off your face. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> Got my haircut as well. Um, the last place I went to that I don't go anymore. Like I was like, this guy's gonna be my barber, and then he's gone. Uh, he's not at the same place anymore. So I've been going to this place in the mall and it sucks um the last time i went it was like a super like aggressive italian guy he's like hey are we cutting your hand like younger guy and just like scalping me with the razor with the the buzzer at the back and then this time i get this old older woman probably at 50s or something and she just thought like i guess i've never gotten my haircut before i asked for a two on the side she's like you sure you want that she's showing me pictures of of fades and stuff and she's like this is a two you sure you want that i'm like yeah like this isn't my first time and she's like you know you got different colors of hair on your head i'm just like yeah i'm aware of that too every time i go to a new barber eric butler they think that i haven't seen my own head before it's just so irritating well this obviously reminds me of a seinfeld episode when jerry gets the bad haircut and he's trying Mm. to go to He's trying to go to was it Enzo or like they're I think they're like pretty yeah, Italian, the Italian too. Guys, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and he gets a bad haircut and he's sneaking around trying to go to the younger, more you know, up to date with the styles uh, barber that so he doesn't get the little five year old side part and it, so <laughs> you're, you're I mean and that's why the show is so great that's why I reference it every week is because because it it's works just relatable. For yeah, it works for everything. So I'm going to have to go to the Black Barber. That's a, a town over. It's been there for a long time, so I know they're not going to close on me. And uh, we'll just see how it goes, you know, the next time, another six months or whatever it's going to be. <laughs> Unauthorized Opinions, uopod.com. Please like, share, and subscribe. All the classic YouTube stuff. Help us grow. 
I mean, our podcast audio is growing well, but we still need your help on the video portion of it. So um, we, we've already been demonetized this episode. Like it, Every as soon time. As any, anything that's live, it gets demonetized. And then on by Wednesday, I see that it's been monetized again, but which, of course, cuts down the audience. It's YouTube doing that on purpose to a channel like mine, which has been for three years now, three full years. It's been throttled to the death. If you're on, if you're watching it right now, it's got forty something thousand subscribers. As soon as I hit forty nine point like nine thousand subscribers, they press the button on me, and this so is where we are get, today. You can't get fifty. Um, can I just say um, one more thing about the barber? You may. Is it yes? Is it weird? I think. Bear with me. I think a black barber has an easier time cutting a white guy's hair than a white barber would have cutting a black guy's hair. You think that's accurate? Yes, because it's just like the way that a female hairstylist has a better time cutting a man's hair because there's so less white guy's hair. There's so much less that goes into it. Uh, there's so much less intricacies <laughs> with it, I'd imagine. Like, I'm not going to be asking this guy to shave any words in my hair. <laughs> <laughs> or um any logos or even the slanted slanted flat top which is the drake the heart you're gonna get the 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 heart like drake has in his or he had he doesn't have it anymore i should but. have that i should have that before we lose too many viewers um <laughs> listeners spotify apple and google and iHeartRadio. thank you guys please give us a review if you're listening on there katie hobbs involved in so much crap right now um, they're saying she's working with cartels. It's all alleged. And even the source we're going to provide you with, um, I don't fully trust. So take this all with a grain of salt. We're not lawyers. This is political punditry and something just fell down. Is this the, uh, are you pulling up the story? And then we got like it's from, from this morning, actually. Are you looking yeah. at, I'm looking at gateway pundit, but we're going to get to Woody Harrelson first, I think. Um, and let's just jump into it. What here's what he said Saturday Night Live. He's the host. Uh, he's got a movie coming out. No laughing, Eric. That um, it's with all Down syndrome cast. He's teaching a basketball team of all Down syndrome people, coaching. And so he's got this new movie. He's been on Bill Maher a lot lately, talking about politics. Uh, his podcast, which I really like, Bill Maher's podcast compared to his show. He gets a lot of these liberal actors to like confess that they don't actually really know what they're talking about. And they're just kind of hateful. I'm thinking of Brian Cranston. Mostly he was the most enraged one of them all, but Woody Harrelson SNL, he has this seven, six or seven minute monologue. Um, it's not that great. It's not that funny. He's talking about uh, smoking and he's talking about drinking and he's talking about all this other stuff. And then within the last minute, this is what he says. The suspense is killing me. I can't hear it. I can't see it. Yeah, it's not working for me either. Why this program it wasn't that, showing? Well, that's, that's disappointing. I was ready. It's really ready disappointing. We'll get it to work in just a second here. I, I also didn't realize. Is that... Okay, so there the movie is. goes okay. like this. The biggest drug cartels in the world get together and buy up all the media and all the politicians and force all the people in the world to stay locked in their homes and people can only come out if they take the cartel's drugs and keep taking them over and over. I threw the script away. I mean, who is going to believe that crazy idea? 
So now, Eric, an initial reaction to that, and we'll show you the media's synchronatic reaction. Go ahead. Well, did, do you think he's going, do you think he went rogue? It doesn't seem like SNL would let that happen, right? I mean, because if I recall correctly, I believe they said Dave Chappelle kind of went rogue when he, what was he talking about? Was it the Transformers? Yeah, or... and Chris Rock and everything. and yeah, and he kind of went off script. Do you think that? I mean, were the were the bigwigs at SNL like, okay, yeah, this sounds good. This is a funny joke. Or did he completely go off the rails and said something that they weren't expecting? I mean, it is Saturday Night Live, right? So anything can happen, supposedly. And it, I mean, I didn't see the whole monologue. You said it's not that funny. That wasn't funny, really, but it's true. It's like anybody with two brain cells to rub together can see what he's saying there. So I don't know. Do, do you think they okayed that? I think they probably don't read that far into it. And they probably did okay that because maybe Lauren Michaels saw with Dave Chappelle that that gets them a lot of press and they don't have to come out and say, you know, we agree with it at all. <laughs> Sign just fell behind me. That's the second time that's happened. <laughs> if you recall, um, exposing more of the six seed part sign. That's what I get. Anyways, we'll just recap here. Um, <laughs> I don't think, um, I, I think they probably are okay with it getting the press that it's getting. Cause they don't have to say that they agree with it. It's live, you know, anything can happen and we respect people's opinions. And now, as you know, Eric, we've reached this point in time where it's okay to talk about vaccines and everything. And you won't get, you know, Hillary Clinton on the way home or anything. And they're accepting the lab leak theory, which of course isn't true. YouTube, of course it's not. And Joe Biden's cool. the greatest president ever. And I, and I think they're just willing to let this go. It was a tiny thing at the end. So maybe they're just allowing it, but him going rogue in that sense, maybe, but he has like, like I said, on Bill Maher, he was sort of talking about this as well. Well, look, I don't know if you say it's okay to talk about this stuff. I don't know if that's 100% true, right? We could see the media meltdown, which I'm sure you have pulled up that we'll take a look at. So they're still very angry about it, right? So mm -hmm. no matter what happens, no matter if, if this morning the lab leak story is trending because it took three years, two and a half years for them to finally come out and say, oh yeah, well this was Now look, I, I don't want to say anything too extreme, but I obviously never bought any of the narrative. Okay. So this thing has just been a repackaged common cold. It's just, it's the common cold with a new marketing team. Okay. So you can, you could talk about lab. Who cares where it does? It doesn't even matter. It's the, it, it's all complete nonsense. It's all over the top. We have the story about New York selling their Rona equipment for less than a penny on the dollar. I don't know if you saw that. They, no. they bought, New York City bought $225 million worth of ventilators, PPE, masks, gloves, face shields. Remember when people were doing the shield and they had the weird shield on their face? They bought de Blasio at the time, $225 million worth of stuff. It sits in a warehouse for three years and they sell it for $500,000. So, I mean, a, a fraction of a penny on the dollar. But I guess my point is, Clearly, the media is still, they still want you to take it very seriously because we have this little montage, this little collage <laughs> of media outlets. And I think the, the one that you have is from Huey, where he's like, 
uh, I, I'm I'm over the trying to talk in code thing with the little emojis. It's just ridiculous. Yeah, I don't think that's required on Twitter really, but he's probably using it on Instagram and stuff. Um, so here we have Rob from Huey Media, who's growing bigger and bigger. His Twitter profile is getting up there, but his Instagram is huge. Um, so we have Daily Beast, Woody Harrelson spews anti-vax conspiracies and rambling SNL monologue. I mean, the monologue was rambling, but he's not like okay. Daily big yikes and- too do you see the big big whoa like that's like they're still trying to pretend that this is an extreme take like whoa yeah crazy. really like give me a, look <laughs> and look at what no no hold on just one more second read the the what was supposed to be the actor's big induction into the five timers club ended up going south fast it's like they just they can't let you are not allowed to have an opinion that they don't approve of it's just insane every little True. They're they're just so nitpicky. Like, like how condescending is that little is that little sub that subheader? It went <laughs> south. Well, it's that's just what the so Daily Beast is. It's like they're snippety, stupid right. stuff. That's I'm still I'm still um used to seeing the people back here wearing masks. I was surprised to have them not be wearing it. And then so after that, we went to Rolling Stone. Woody Harrelson spreads. So it's the same title there, I believe. Yeah, instead of the word rambling, they took the word rambling out. And they say SNL host is a history of strange anti-science remarks. Yeah. yeah. It's anti-science, what he said. Nothing he said was anti-science. What you could say that it was conspiracy. He's saying that a group of people are forcing this upon you collectively in the darkness. But what did he say that was anti-science? I don't know. It just that's what you get labeled. I mean, that's the you know, it's the same thing. It's oh it's transphobic, that's it's under, homophobic. Oh dear. It's, so first we've got big yikes, and we've got oh dear from Rolling Stone, Huff Post, which is, you know, a place that went bankrupt and had to be bought out, and now just aggregates news. Uh, Woody Harrelson rambles about weed anti-vax conspiracy in SNL monologue. And yeah. uh, does this have a fun little caveat to it? No. Just kicked off his fifth time hosting, blah, blah, Ben Blanchet. It was confusing. I didn't see the whole thing, so maybe it was confusing. You say it was rambling. But it's like they use all these little condescending words to take little jabs at him because he went off. He, 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 because you know, as we both know, and I don't know much about Woody Harrelson. He was on an episode of Curb uh, last season <laughs> where, he, where he kind of plays this like, uh, you know, super hippie guy, but. If you take Don Lemon, for instance, okay, Don Lemon is one of the most extreme weirdo lefty hacks on the planet. But as soon as he says one thing that doesn't align, he gets put in timeout. So what they're doing here is trying to take all these little nitpicky words. It was confusing. It was rambling. It went downhill so fast. It's like these <laughs> yeah. people just can't, they can't fathom a different idea. And it's just so pathetic. Well, the reason I say rambling is because it was, I mean, it was written, so it's not that much rambling as the intention of it was he's telling a story, then he, he gets off topic, and in that sort of sense, it's rambling. Um, by definition, all monologues are rambling because they're like six, seven minutes long. Then we finally have Variety, Woody Harrelson's Saturday Night Live monologue makes vaccine conspiracy jokes. Now, that's the most average one. Um, I guess the most like down the su- the the center one. Yeah, but we're gonna have articles tomorrow that are gonna say maybe even from me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, liberal media 
freaks out on Woody Harrelson in unison. It'll probably be written today by somebody else who's faster than me. So uh, shout out Rob Huey Media. I think he's got another one here. It's now okay to say Lab Leak Theory. Um, yeah, we like pandas. Panda Mike, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> He's all about the symbology, as they say in the movie Boondock Saints. You ever seen that movie? I have not seen Boondock Saints. I heard it was good, but I have not seen it. Great. Is the nineties from the nineties or probably or early two thousands? Early two thousands. Yeah. No, I have not seen it. I have seen shooting a lot of people. Reservoir Dogs. I've seen that. That is nineties. That's like ninety foe. Okay. I know you love the uh, the nineties black movies. The you know. I never said that. Minister Society, which is a great movie, by the way. And I, I don't know what's up with these wrap snacks. This is they weren't too expensive here. I was expecting to, them to be like four ninety nine, but it was three sixty seven, which is still obviously expensive. What? But do you know how much this should yeah, be like ninety nine you know, cents? It should be, but we're in Canada. Uh, a gas station I went to the other day, two Doritos for nine dollars, two bags of Doritos. It's absurd. The best you're getting is at Walmart three for nine dollars. It used to be like three for six, and now we're in insanity land. And and we've been talking about this up here a lot. They're still raising the prices. And as much as no one likes Trudeau or Biden, inflation is ever so slowly going down. So there's no real reason why this stuff should still be going up, especially in Canada. We have plenty of potatoes. We have plenty of um milk, plenty of steak, plenty of eggs. Plenty of most things that we have, like bags of milk. Yeah, that video with Lewis, you can see there's certain things we have a bajillion choices of because we have so much of it. Milk, cheese, eggs, anything dairy, we have a bajillion choices of. And it's still going up. But inflation's going down ever so slightly. So they're literally just increasing the prices, thinking that people are just going to be like, well, it's the government's fault at this point. And I'm no friend of, I'm no friend of Trudeau, that dastardly being, but... They're they they are taking advantage of people at this point. It's insane. Like gas prices haven't gone up, and like people are are driving as much as they've ever driven pre COVID. I think, unless they're just poor. But gas prices, you know, they did their huge spike where they took advantage of inflation, and then they brought it back down, which is still above what it used to be. But they're not slowly creeping that up because of how much under fire they are. But all these people in in the dairy industry in Canada seem to be. And, and other stuff, like everything's gone up. And when you actually have to pay for groceries and have bills, you start to notice these things. Yeah, I don't know how people in Seattle and L.A. who are, you know, busy doing TikToks about being furries and trannies and stuff like that. I don't know how they're affording things. I don't know where they get their money from. Well, Ice? can I just say, though? I at the when this inflation when I when I was in South Dakota gas was a dollar ninety or something like that right and as it started mm-hmm. to creep up I said this a long time ago there's no going back right <laughs> we all, there, there's it, you don't you don't pay an astronomical amount for something and then they say oh well that was that was a crazy period in time and it's all gonna it, it's never gonna go back down like gas drops a couple cents gas drops you know I okay I think it has gone down like a dollar at its worst it was like. 450 now it's like 350 which is still a dollar a dollar 50 more than it was in early 2020 but there's no way that it's just going to revert and like wow oh that was that was a really rough couple of years and now we're it's back to normal no this is a one-way street (laughs) 
Like there's no, they're not going to be like, well, I guess we don't really need to collect as much money from you anymore. No, it's too late. It's all, it's done. You know, $10 is the new $1, so on and so forth. There's no going back. So, I mean, you see those old posts like, oh, uh, buy this house in Brooklyn for $30,000 or something from the 40s or 50s. It's like, it's, we're not going back. So we just got to get used to it. It's despicable what these people are doing to us. And like I said, there's no way to stop it. There's nobody you can't you can't engage like Karen mode and go talk to the manager because the corruption runs all the way up to the top, right? Like you there's nobody you can talk to. And if you try to do something, they will call you an extremist and try to put you in jail, as we've seen. Or they'll run you over with a horse or shoot canisters at you, or whatever. <laughs> whatever happens. Listen, in uh, they were well within their their jurisdictions there. And, and just and free and freeze your bank account. That's true too. Uh they're coming for me, I'm sure. I bank with, I don't know, I wouldn't even say any bank. I'll say, I don't want to give, because if I say I don't actually bank with that bank, then I'm eliminating one of the whatever five, six banks in Canada. I'm eliminating the the percentage of guessing that people have to do. I bank with the Bank of America. No, we don't. We don't. The only American bank I think we have is HSBC. And that's like available in Buffalo or maybe National Bank. What's the one with the red flag? It looks like communist National Bank. I, I don't know. I don't I don't even I don't have enough money. It doesn't matter. To bank? <laughs> I have a bank account. Okay. Yes. I was going to say, how do you buy that plane ticket? Eric's coming here, you guys. We're going to, I think we should do two of everything when you get here, Eric. Two live podcasts, two recorded reaction stuff, uh, two sets of streeters. Um, couple of skits, uh, you know, two guys. <laughs> well, you let the cat out of the bag. I thought I thought it was going to be a surprise. I we it was be we talked about it last week, though. Oh, uh, did we? Yeah, we I, did. I still maintain that you should should have come to New York. And do I can't. I'm not going to risk going to the border and getting t- and turned back. That's a pointless oh, yeah, yeah, waste yeah. of my time. That's so stupid. That's so yeah, it stupid. It, it's who. Because and these are the people that are constantly telling. Remember, follow the science. You're not a doctor. You can't. You're not allowed to say this. Meanwhile, you got a man named Joe Biden, an 80 year old man who can barely put together a sentence making policy. He's not a doctor. It's the same thing with G- Gavin Newsom. I mean, uh, this is so frustrating. How this is still in in 2023. They're still playing this game, and then they come out. What? What was it? Two or three weeks ago, they said we're going to release the emergency on May 11th. Like. What? What happens on May 11th, bro? You guys are morons. This is <laughs> something happens that we don't know about on May 11th. Like well, what some sort on... of like a agreement ends or something where somebody's making money off something. That's probably yeah, what happens. Yeah, and and um and the illegals are gonna. I mean, we already have a problem with the illegals, and then they were obviously sent to New York, and then Mayor Adams sent them to Canada, and then they didn't like Canada because it was too cold upstate, and mm-hmm. they went back to the city to go back and live in their uh, in their fancy hotel room, which of course they completely trashed. Um, but so Title Title Forty Two ends on May Eleventh, so mm-hmm. they're stopping the emergency, and they're letting because they even they know, even the political establishment knows that they can't really just let everybody in if they're still pretending that there's a deadly thing is happening. Like even they know that that's a, a bridge perhaps too far. So they're going to say, Oh, the emergency's over. It doesn't matter anymore. Now let's let all the illegals in. And, um, <laughs> and they can, and what do you mean that we don't have to test them? 
Um, they're going to just go hang out outside Home Depot, I guess. I don't know. Or sleep on the streets of El Paso. Let's move on to Katie Hobbs. Again, uopod.com, unauthorizedopinions.com, and on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple, and Google. Give us a review. Give us a share. If you're watching on Getter, shout out, shout out a loyal follower of Dilbo Baggins. Please consider signing up for a Patreon because there's no way to tip on there. And shout out Twitch guy. Please consider donating on Patreon because I don't know what there is on Twitch at all. Maybe there's tips. There's got to be tw- tips on on there. I don't probably not monetized on there, but um, shout out these guys. Pull up, shout out a guy named Polly Walnuts too because that's a good name. Um, Katie <laughs> Hobbs now. Um, again, this is all conjecture, we'll call it. This is from the Gateway Pundit. As we saw, they're not the most credible, but this is the one of the only articles we could find on it. Hashtag arrest Katie Hobbs trends on Twitter following allegations that Sinaloa cartel uses money laundering bribes to control Democrat politician. We'll look into Jordan Conradson, who wrote it briefly and not in a creepy way. Um, Gateway Pundit previously reported that Arizona Senate and House Elections Committees held a joint special meeting on Thursday and heard an explosive presentation by forensic investigator Jacqueline Breger. If her account is accurate, it exposed information regarding massive corruption inclusion between American politicians, appointed government officials, and the Sinaloa cartels. Breger identified so that's the himself. sentence there. That's the sentence. If her account mm-hmm. is accurate, that's the that's the the rub right there, right? Like yes, big if true. Exactly. Um, so what I was reading earlier, people mentioned in this alleged fraud scheme, including Katie Hobbs, Adrian Fontes, Mesa Mayor John Giles. AZ Speaker Ben Toma and Runbeck COO Jeff Ellington. Baylor also states that at least three Maricopa County County supervisors have problems relating to trafficking, money laundering, and racketeering. Now, what I read, Eric, is that there was twenty-five thousand fake votes, and they were given being given money, um, obviously for nefarious things related to the border and smuggling things over the border. I don't see anything that like that in there. I will look at Twitter in a moment. But off the face of it, do you think this is believable? Of course, prefacing that we don't actually know if th- any of this is true. Oh, absolutely. I- I've actually said this a long time ago. Um, because just, okay, not, not with Katie Hobbs specifically, but I remember talking about California and saying, in one of my very, I'm talking about years ago, like in my one of my very first videos, I said that, I think some of these politicians have a hand in the drug trade. Why do they love sanctuary cities? Why do they love needle exchanges? Why do they love safe injection sites? Why do they love fentanyl test strips? Why do they love all of that stuff? Because somehow, some way, they're going to profit off of it. So whether whether it's just old school cutting backdoor deals being bought out by a cartel or whether it's being cutting deals with these people that make fentanyl test strips or cutting deals with the people that that make Narcan somehow some way these people are in bed together now of course they're good they cover their tracks but think about a show like The Wire for instance I don't know if you saw it but Stringer Bell is a is a drug kingpin who is cutting deals with uh, you know the city planner to get some approval for business for for buildings to get built now obviously that's a show but these things come from a an a grain of right, a, you know, a little bit of truth. And of course, if we're talking about, you know, Baltimore, Maryland, the corruption is just through the roof. The former mayor of Baltimore, I believe, might still be in jail right now for some scam that she was doing, but I digress. So to answer your question, 
This is 100% believable, especially being a border town, especially uh, Katie Hobbs and, and the rest of the Democratic Party saying, um, you, do you remember when they put up uh, when they put up shipping containers to patch holes in the fence? And they said, you can't do that. Take the take the shipping containers down. Why do they want this to happen? Because they are profiting from it somehow, some way. I don't know if anybody can prove this, but that's that's the catch. Right. It's like they can do it. And it, it doesn't even matter if they get caught. It really doesn't, because as soon as you you could have hard proof, look at a guy like Hunter Biden, you could have hard proof of backdoor deals that they've done, but you will be smeared as the crazy person and the race somehow racist because <laughs> because it because you can't you can't challenge their authority. It just cannot happen. So and here's the last thing I'll say about this is they don't care to control any of the criminals, any of the the theft that happens and i'm not talking about arizona but all across the country these people that are uh you know they, they love the they love the illegals they don't want to stop the crime they don't want to stop these people from destroying hotels all they want to do is control your thoughts so we're not going to control the people and have a, a nice law and order society we don't want that we only want to control your thoughts and if you think that i'm in cahoots with the sinaloa cartel you are the crazy person and you deserve to be you know, I don't know. Maybe you should do a little time. Maybe you should stop questioning the regime. You should stop questioning the authority. Again, I'll say it one more time. A guy like Don Lemon says one thing that after years of shilling for the establishment, after years of everything is racist, years of everything is homophobic, he says one thing that they don't like and he gets put on timeout. He's taken off the show for a week or something. So this is, I, I, I understand maybe. Those aren't a direct line, but my point is, to wrap it all up, yes, this is believable. Can I prove it? No. <laughs> all right, so here is the, um, take it off full screen there. Here is what I was reading earlier, I believe, by Joshua Hosler. He is, um, I guess he's not connected to anything, um, but he says it's trending worldwide because John Thaler, who was mentioned in the Gateway Pundit, and Thaler Law Firm, so it's a law firm, so that's a little bit more cred that's more credible. They've got a lot to lose, probably. He says he uncovered proof showing that the cartel, formerly led by El Chapo, bribed high-ranking officials in Arizona, including Katie Hobbs, Adrian Fontes, Chris Mays, etc. The investigator also includes a declaration showing that in October 2020, they discovered 25,000 falsified ballots at the Maricopa County residence belonging to someone they were investigating with lots of cash involved. Thaler claims that his team reviewed 120,000 documents in Arizona and found tens of thousands of direct pieces of evidence proving the allegations. So I don't know what this is. Elected and appointed officials with falsified deeds. And this is a whole bunch of... And this is the woman, if we recall, we should have known. Hobbs. It should have been very clear when she said that she was not going to debate her opponent that the fix was in. She knew something that we didn't know, right? She, she didn't... She thinks so little of you that she doesn't even have to articulate any of her platforms because she knows the machine is going to work for her. And one more thing. Think about a show like Ozark. I don't know if you've seen Ozark. When that uh, you know money laundering family starts buying out politicians in Chicago, all of that stuff, while it is a, a narrative Netflix show, it's completely Hollywood nonsense. They come from a place of they they come from a grain of truth. So I don't think it's very far fetched to say that any of these people, Katie Hobbs, I mean any of them really, 
to to be bought. I mean, there's too much money at stake. There's another story uh, this week about the Tempe Police Department seizing, you know, millions of dollars worth of fentanyl and thousands of pills and all sorts of stuff, right? But they're saying we're gonna we're gonna take down this cartel. But there's just too much money involved to trust any one person. When we're talking about twenty million dollars worth of street drugs. Is we're all human, right? Like, do we really think that every single FBI agent, every single Tempe police uh, police officer, is so on the level that they wouldn't dare be? They they couldn't they couldn't be swayed by a quick million dollars. You just cited Training Day, right? These things all come from a grain of truth, right? So when there's that much money on the table, all bets are off. When you've got Snoop Dogg in a wheelchair. Nothing's off the table. Uh, <laughs> Doctor Dre's in that as he well. Is in that. Yeah, 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 right. One of the you cops shot that me in the ass, Jake. <laughs> shot me in the ass, Jake. Um, that was a DJ Who Kid mixtape. Had a lot of stuff from Training Day back in the day that I listened to a lot. You know, I have to explain to people sometimes the mixtape days of the early two thousands when it was G Unit. Ant versus Ja Rule and Fat Joe and all these other people. These mixtapes were like al- high quality albums. Couldn't get enough of them. And once I discovered that, you remember the, is it called Win Player? Were you like, did you use a computer back then? Win Player. <laughs> um, once I discovered that that had a different section with music videos on it that never made it to Canada, it was all over. I was like, all these songs that have music videos, I had no idea. But I digress. Um, so, Hopefully stuff comes out of that. Uh, Carrie Lake's going to be all over that. I'm sure she's going to be on Tucker tomorrow. If and not no, nothing day. will ever happen to her, Katie Hobbs. Let's no, just, no, we no, can no. make that clear. Nothing will ever happen to her. These people are somehow invincible, bro. It's crazy. Except for, last thing here, the hmm. lieutenant the lieutenant governor, everything all right? Yeah. The I'm lieutenant governor of New York, I think his name's Brian Benjamin. He was taken down by the FBI for taking bribes. The, the the lieutenant governor of the current governor, right? So Kathy Hochul, who replaced Cuomo, her lieutenant governor went down. So think about what he had to be doing to get taken down by the FBI. There must have been some internal fighting because <laughs> there's no way that anybody should ever go down. None of these people will ever face consequences unless they... You know, there's some double crossing going on. Like, it's not going to, the FBI is not going to come out and say, we're taking you down. No, they get the word from another political hack that, you know, they they might have just got too drunk at dinner one time. And they had, you know, they, <laughs> this, this, it's really mob tactic stuff, bro. Like, this is, they're really completely, we are run by gangsters. It's, they're thugs. That's exactly what's happening. So. That's it. We, I don't know. Um, what do we speaking, have there's po- speaking. We have this list of politicians that you particularly dislike. It's a uh, London Breed and then Eric Adams and the Cuomos, and I think maybe Kim Fox is on that list of yours. Uh, Scott Weiner. Scott oh, yeah, Weiner. Of course, Kim. Fox, I had a yeah. good story involving Kim Fox the other day that I just want to quickly share about R. Kelly. Um, this is the wrong one actually, but we'll get to this <laughs> in a moment. That's um, just pure propaganda. R. Kelly. Okay, R. Kelly avoids jail for a second time, only spent an extra year. So what happened is R. R. Kelly gets charged with another 20-year prison term. And they're just like, you know what? R. Kelly's so old already. It doesn't matter that he did all these creepy crimes even more than we thought. 
we're only going to, you can serve this 20 years alongside your original 30 years. And you're only going to end up spending an extra year in prison. Cause he's so old. Oh my was God. He, he's he he's like going to die in prison. He's like 50. Um, I say his age somewhere in here. Uh, yeah, uh, he's six. Okay, he's a little... so he'll be in there for another few years. Um, forget until when. He's currently serving thirty years, so he's got like, um, he had in the early two thousands. So he's got like I don't know another ten or fifteen years left or something like that. And um, they're just being like, he's too old to give another 20 years to and this is the second time they've used this excuse the first time that they used this excuse was for his illinois crimes and uh i'll just read what i wrote here since it's my voice this isn't the first time kelly's age was used as a reason to avoid adding years to the singer sentence in late january 2023 illinois district attorney kim fox decided to drop all state charges against him because mr kelly is looking at possibly never walking out of prison again <laughs> <laughs> so Kim Fox is the same person with Jussie Smollett. She's got a huge, you know, lady boner, I guess you could call it for celebrities. Whereas if you're a celebrity around Chicago or Illinois, Kim Fox, she's not charging you. So he got off on us, all his state charges. So if he actually had to serve what he was guilty of, he would get like 70 years in prison, but no, they're just like, Oh, R. Kelly's too old. Having said that, if you haven't heard R. Kelly sing from prison for a honey bun, then you're really missing out. Have you seen that video? Uh, I don't know about the honey bun. I saw a clip or uh, I heard a clip of him singing. I don't know where the honey bun comes in, but just let me ask you about this story really quick. So do. what she's saying is he might not get out of jail. So that's why we're not like, is that what the last that's sentence right. there was like? He, he he may never see the light of day again, so we have to we can't we can't add these. Like, yeah, uh, you know what plan does that work? Forcibly confining teenage girls and peeing on them is not worth an old man dying in prison. Okay, he's yeah. learned his lesson. One of the, and you know the Chappelle jokes and everything talk about being like seventeen and and I'm not sure if they refer to the girl who was fourteen or thirteen. Um, that's really young. That's cre That's you can't make any excuse for that. When people are 17, there's ages of consent, like in Canada, and then Mexico is like 13 or something, and Japan, of course, is, is super creepily low. And and you and people will make arguments for 17 based on other countries, but when you get to the like grade seven or whatever 13 is, grade eight, R. Kelly deserves to be in jail for that. I'm sorry, like but, he's I, where's the where's the logic though? That that would just be like saying, well. Well, we can't put anybody in jail because then they'll be in jail. Like, it doesn't make any yeah, sense. Yeah, we can't like, have them being in jail for the rest of their lives. That's silly. Uh, um, let's go ahead and get... Uh, it would have worked had I done it the other way, but we'll go ahead and... Um, what? Oh, is this the video? You got to unmute that. Are we going to... Oh, man. Wait, hold, hold on. Before you start it, or it's loading or whatever, is he not being torn to shreds by these inmates i thought typically like child abusers were well he's know. r kelly though he can sing really well so i don't know if that r kelly that. singing for a honey bed my mind's telling me no but my body my body's telling me yes baby 
wild style. I thing don't want to hurt nobody, but there is something that I must confess. He just keeps going. Kelly singing for a honey bed. Wait, hold on. Hold stop it, stop it. My mind. Just going to play it again? Okay. I think so, um, yeah. Call me old school. I, I'm perhaps out of the loop on this, but they have cell phones and they're just recording each other. They're doing TikToks in there. When they're did that in happen? a yellow wall, a freshly painted wall, and they're out of basketball court. He can't be in that rough of a prison. In I just basketball court. I mean, we, we see a lot of times, like, you know, DJ Academics or whatever, uh, he'll post, oh, new photos of rapper in jail, blah, blah. I, but I yeah, they do I, have cell phones a lot of the time now. That's just part of the, oh, we have to treat them well. Um, what prison show was it? It was one of the prison shows, or it shows, it was actually Gordon Ramsay. So this is UK prison. Yes, they're going to be softer. They have to have, it was something like 30. Gordon Ramsay in prison? I'll explain in a second. But they had like 30 different meal options for all the different religious sects and diets that they had in the prison. Is what they had to prepare, which is insane. Gordon Ramsay was in a prison show because he was taking a brigade of people and teaching them how to cook like pastries and shit and lemon squares to sell outside so that they have something to do with their their mm. life and their skills. And one guy he hired was a meth addict and relapsed in like a week. Um, but the, that note that R. Kelly holds is just so insanely <laughs> long and good. Um, you know, let him out of prison. You know, I'm just kidding. Don't. Let yeah, him out of well, I mean, if he, he's he, he'll never see the light of day. I I just don't like that logic. Well, can you like, what if he never gets? Yeah, that's the point, lady. Like, you could say that for anything. Like, well, you can't put these. Do you know the length of the album he's gonna come out with when he's out of prison? Like the length at which, the, like his albums are already like the trapped in the closet thing has thirty parts to it. The length of the album he's going to come out with when he's out of prison in like 10 or 15 years, whatever it is. He's not going to be that old. If he went to jail in like the mid to late 2000s. So it's been like 10 or 15 years already. And is it? Is and it, he'll get out for good behavior once people forget about him more so. Well, first of all, Kim Fox, whatever happened to Jussie, he just he just walked. He was supposed to go to jail. He did six days when he was supposed to do six months or whatever it was, and he just walked. And nobody, nobody said anything. Nobody, nobody questions it at all. He just whoop. I, I don't have to go to return to the big screen. I'm sure. But how did that happen? He literally was sentenced. He went to jail for a couple of days, and then somehow got out. And last thing about yes. this, um, it's pretty creepy. All things told, now when you hear R. Kelly's song and, and you realize he's singing about a little girl. Okay. I don't want to hurt nobody. It's except also, peeing on good girls. Do you remember? Do you remember? I love McConey. That's pretty good, right? He, yes. Don't quit. He, you know, Drake's little protege. Was Pro, he Drake's Pro. protege? Is that why he got? And he was extremely weird. Yeah. Well, Drake. You know that that was back when what what most people would call the Drake stimulus package was still, you know, explain it, that. It, it's like the extended G-Unit crew, yes. You have to relate it to me. So, you know, if Drake, if you make a song and Drake gets on the remix, like the Migos, for instance. Okay. I knew who the Migos were, but nobody knew who the Migos was. A lot of people didn't know who Migos were until, you know, R.I.P. Offset, too, by the way. Um, right. That's Drake, why I haven't opened it. 
Yeah, I mean, maybe that'll be. I should have bought one. I didn't. I didn't. Didn't even think about it. I didn't want to spend any money on. You know, why I'm was it all buying... Nicki Minaj? I don't know. I, I was already spending too much money on like Powerades and junk Snickers and stupid stuff. Anyways, Powerades. I didn't need. Well, they're Gatorade's just very. Whatever. Uh, it's a dollar cheaper, so I'm just going with the bar. Yeah. The bar why is that? <laughs> they they taste exactly the same. Exactly but... <laughs> the same. Eric Butler. Hang on, hang on. Wait, what was I saying about? <laughs> You were talking about Drake boosting people's remixes. Oh, oh, okay. Because when you listen to R. Kelly's song and you know now he's he's singing about a little girl, it's it's similar to how when you listen to McConan, all of his songs they we when you you thought they were about girls, but then he he turns out of course he's gay, and the entire time he's singing about dudes. I think maybe Elton. Why John does he have like a Finnish sounding name? Is my question. McConan? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I can't answer that. But I will Probably say this. Finished. He did have some good songs. He had some good songs. I never it's made weird. it here, dude. All right. Fair enough. Um, I don't know. We got off track there. I apologize. What's? Do we have one more? We Why must would I put in McConan? That's uh, the weekend's real name? No. Abel McConan Tesfaye. Oh, no way. That's the that's yeah. the weekend's middle name. Yeah. Wow, that is because obviously the weekend came up under Drake too. But Toronto he clearly, represent. he clearly his real name is what? Who McConan? Yeah, his name, his real name, I believe, is McConan. McConan Kamali Sharon. I thought it was like African or something. Uh, he's from LA. <laughs> let's see we're really getting off topic ethiopian emperor in his yeah you, know, you might even say he was kang's eric <laughs> butler um let's go on to the nova virus things don't be racist eric it's really bad on looks really bad on you um what about that thing that i sent you of that tweet that girl deleted Did you see that wait which one the one where it says um I don't even want to read it because then that clip will exist of me reading that. Oh, you're gonna make immediate matters. Yeah. Let me see if I remember which one. Oh, uh, the the one <laughs> where she says she has to hit the gym. That one. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. We, we've gotten completely off track here, but this I just want to point out this um story. Gothamist, which is like a New York cool name, you know a left-wing blog site about how hip and cool and and uh, bizarre New Yorkers are and how stupid they are. Uh, norovirus, a gross, stomach, <laughs> a, a gross stomach bug, appears to be hitting NYC. Good luck finding out where. So when you read this, you realize what they are pushing for is more tracking and tracing throughout this entire... It's like 5,000 words. It's far too long to oh even... For anybody, okay, maybe I'm exaggerating, but it's way too long. And every single paragraph, they basically weasel in a way to say, it just needs to be, we need more tracking. We need to report the cases to the government because we just don't. So they're telling you it's hitting New York, but but good luck finding out where because we don't have enough control. We don't have enough of your data. We don't have enough information. So you could be getting sick. And if you don't tell us, then we can't save you. And it's all just about more control, more tracing more tracking so they they basically what they're saying now is that they want people to report every time they get the stomach flu i mean it's just ridiculous 
it's very easy. I learned in the army that it's very easy to get people worried about having something that gives you diarrhea and vomiting. There's this thing in basic training that everybody always worried that they had called gastro, gastrointestinal virus or whatever it is, which gives you both of those. And then people start to think that they always have it. And I'd imagine that's what the same case is here. If you have anything, come give us data so that we can say that everyone's got this and we need to track people. It's the same thing with the Rona where it was like, you know, now for a long while, everybody was like, Oh, that's a symptom. That's a symptom. You know, that's a symptom. No other thing exists anymore. The flu has gone away in Canada. Three cases in Alberta in a year. No, it's gone here too. It doesn't even exist anymore. And then it's another thing too. It's like, if you get food poisoning, think about it. If you're eating at a New York City restaurant, half of which are inf- infiltrated with rats, and you get a little food poisoning, th- they want you to, to report that, right? They want. This they is just a very long, long article. Yeah, they just can't get enough. It's why why norovirus is poorly tracked. We just need Some more guy information. Said. <laughs> yeah, it, this is it's just despicable. And I thought it was funny too how they, and this is just my theory, obviously, but they're trying to gin up those memories of the great toilet paper run and how scared you were when you just (laughs) obeyed right remember uh april 2020 when you just did when we said jump and you said how hot even though it later came the one thing that gets me the most too is how they blatantly admitted that six feet social distancing was arbitrary they put stickers on the floor everywhere grocery store best buy everywhere best buy which will be out of business very soon too by the way you can why that well, I had a I have a little bone to pick with them personally. I was looking so for something. So it's a personal thing. Well, they kept wow, telling Eric. me every single I went I went to like four Best Buys in the Metro Phoenix area looking for one thing, and you the phone doesn't ring at the store. So when you call them, they have some guy all, all some some guy in a foreign country saying yes, it is in stock there, but it's not in stock there. And I look. <laughs> And the point They're is, fine here. Well, it's all, it's all, you can't, you cannot get in touch with anybody at the store to say, hey, are you sure? Do you have this product in your hand? Can I come get it? There's going to be some guy on the other side of the planet telling you, of course it is here, man. It is here. Do we not can do worry. that here. We did it recently. But then when, when they don't have what I want, obviously <laughs> I just buy it on, because I was trying to avoid buying it on Amazon because I get impatient mm. and I don't like to wait two days. I wanted, I, I gave you my money. I want the product right now. But when I couldn't get it, obviously, I had to go to Amazon. And it's only a matter of time before everybody does it. It's going to go the way of Circuit City, Toys R Us. Best Buy is not going to be here anymore. But that aside, okay, I'll six, come feet, back so, to it. <laughs> six feet social distancing was all completely arbitrary. All of this nonsense. And they're just going to sell it to you again. Remember, very briefly, we also did. So think about it. We did Rona. Uh, three or four variants, Delta, Omicron, oh, super scary. Then we did um, Impox, of course, and that lasted just long enough for a <laughs> couple of kids and a dog to get it. Then we even did polio for a little bit. They were, oh, polio, polio in New York, polio in California. And then uh, there was just last week they were running an article, I think USA Today notably ran an article about Marburg. Oh, Marburg virus. There's a new epidemic uh, in an African nation that's going to, it's going to sweep across the country. Of course, they called it Marburg after a city in Germany. That's not racist. But if they would have called it a city in Africa, that Shanghai. would have been racist. Again, I digress. But 
my point here is they're gonna they saw it work. They saw it work once. It worked for two solid years. This worked. So they kept going. And even if most people are over it, they have to continue to sell this fear mongering to the one person on the planet, the one person in the country who's still going to buy it. They still have to be there to sell it and they won't let go. So now it's norovirus. And if you if you get sick from eating at a rat infested restaurant in New York, you should definitely tell the government. And that's the only way that they're going to be able to save you. And we need more federal funding as well. Any more money. That's true. It always comes with the funding. Well, let me tell you a little bit about Best Buy here. Um, <laughs> they use it for a lot of things to be shipped to. So Canada Post, Purolator, UPS, and FedEx, I think, all drop off their stuff there. Also here, it's a big. they have a big business for printing stuff. So not a couple weeks ago, we called to get some stuff printed. And yes, a person working there will answer the phone, Eric. And you'll also learn when you come up here is that I live down the street from an Amazon facility. So you'll, you can get things same day and most cases the very next day in the giant factory. And there's 50, the grocery store distributors down the street from us too. And the Walmart's there. Now there may be a lot of people wearing masks in that Walmart still, but I digress. You'll get your packages on time, Eric, you will get your products within a reasonable amount of time. And there'll be for a fraction at our Canadian dollars which I believe is, I don't know, something like 30% less. It's good that I work for an American company. Let's just say that. I can afford wrap snacks. with. I can afford wrap snacks without, you know, bursting my bank. Thank you, Blaze Media. <laughs> Fair enough. That's my ad. I don't That's understand you how should... you, I, I mean, you know, we'll, we'll talk about it later. Um, I, I don't know. Have we gone completely off the rails today? I don't know. The yeah. Best Buy thing just triggered. Um, we got five minutes left. Go say whatever you want. The norovirus thing. Um, well, do you, do you have another story? Otherwise, I would. You got. Otherwise, what? gladly. Huh? What? You'd gladly what? I would gladly link the norovirus story to the Midtown Manhattan hotel spending by hospitals. So the hospitals. Did, did I send you that link? Would that be this very story, Eric Butler, TatenReport.com on AuthorizedOpinions.com? That's the one. Um, I mean, if you're gonna, if, if you think you're gonna trigger me with the government spending money on th hotels for people, you're light years behind the Great White N North here, bud. Well, it's just okay. It's ninety <laughs> million dollars. They're gonna spend ninety million dollars to house the migrants that protested them that protested leaving the hotels and this is now the hospital so first the city bought 225 million dollars worth of rona equipment fast forward mm -hmm. three years they sell that very same un unused equipment for half a million dollars and now they're going to spend 90 million dollars to give people who are here illegally a place to live and while that's mm -hmm. all happening they're going to tell you that you should be worried about the norovirus. You're gonna get you're gonna get sick to your stomach, and you should tell the government so we can, of course, say that everybody's getting sick, and we can, of course, say that we need more money to combat this. They obviously we know this. This is not rocket science. This is nothing new. But they need they need a scare. They they need a, a boogeyman, right? So whatever it's gonna be that that they that they need to use to make sure that they can gain more control and, of course, line their pockets. Like uh, good old Kickback Kathy, who gives 
exclusive, <laughs> exclusive, uh, exclusive testing rights to. So they want you to go get a test, go get a Rona test. Ah, and then it turns out that the testing company is the largest donor to Kathy Hochul's campaign, right? And it, it just never stops, bro. These people you are heard about so that here first. What's that? Everybody. We broke that story. I'm going to say I'm going to claim it. Wait, which one? Which one? That Kathy Hochul was getting kickbacks oh. from uh, oh. the company that, well, her family owns it. It's not technically a kickback. Her family just happens to own the company that uh, got awarded the contract for Rona testing kits. And this is the same woman who's lieutenant governor, who just happens to be black as well, because we always got to talk about race. He gets indicted by the feds. And do you think that she didn't know anything about that? You think that she's that much different from him? Like, oh, my pearls are clutched. I can't believe he would take a bribe from somebody. No, bro. They're all one in the same. So obviously she's doing it too. And they're spending your money on it, on giving illegals. Where did they get? There's a photo here. I believe it's in this article. It looks like a college dorm room. There's a whole bunch of like Corona. I mean, they've completely trashed the place. Where are they getting that money from? Right? Like. They they can't afford to live, but they can afford to buy twenty four packs of Corona. Scroll down. Listen, don't question the system here. It is in Canada where this one. There, look at yeah, look at look. Keep can you see all the look look, look at these beer bot? Look at this. They've completely trashed the place. It's an expensive beer to be wasting on migrants, but they're from probably from South America, maybe allegedly. Corona Extra, we've got a whole bunch over here unopened. If you come to Canada as a refugee, you come across the border, you fly to New York from, you know, West Africa a lot of the time because they speak French, um, wherever it may be. Maybe it's even a white country because they're bad too. And what I'm saying is it doesn't matter. Illegal immigration is bad, um, no matter where you're from or what you look like. So you come across the border. They say, we're going to arrest you if you come across this border. You say, okay. I'm taking a je suis a le refugee, le status de refugee. You say that. And um, they're going to put you in a hotel, which is completely blocked off or blocked off certain floors for refugees. And then they're going to give you a yearly allowance. They're going to give you a home, especially if you've got a family. You get more money if you've got more members of your family with you. So let's say you're a family of five, mother, father, three kids. You're going to get income every year um, for being a refugee. You're going to get a house. You're going to get top tier um, medical care. So I'll, as you all know, that Canada has a crappy socialized medicine system, but you only get a certain level. You do have the option to pay money for like a blue cross or whatever, a, a different health insurance to cover stuff that isn't always covered. Like you don't get all your pharmaceuticals paid for here in Canada. You don't get your, you don't get a, a good hospital room here unless you pay extra for it. So all these things like, that every person gets is like middle tier, right? But if you're a refugee, you get that top tier stuff that you got to pay extra for the free ambulance rides, the, the in-home care, the private hospital rooms, you will get the top tier if you're a refugee. And that is something that a lot of people don't know. So I think we've got you beat here with the hotels and the free stuff. And I once made a video about this and, um, and I did talk about being demonetized and everything before and throttled this. I made a video about that before when I was racking up, you know, the millies of views per month 
And that video got so throttled that it was less than a thousand views when most of my videos were getting like, I would be upset with less than 50,000 views at that point. And that video got like 700 views. That's how throttled that was. It was called um, Refugees Get Better Healthcare Than Canadians. And I and in that, I talked about this study that they've done that through their lifetime, refugees in Canada have an employment rate of less than 10%. So they're taking, and, and you shouldn't expect refugees to, to make you money as a country. Um, you should question whether or not they, they deserve to be refugees, obviously, but they get all this free stuff knowing that they're never going to get a job nine out of 10 times. And all I'm saying is, is we have you beaten on that. Uh, okay. So riff, basically, so what this boils down to is if you are illegal or you live in Ukraine, then you get everything. <laughs> That's what I'm going You move across the border here as a refugee. I'll go down to Mexico and move where you currently live. And then we'll just go back and forth, each collecting social security. Okay. Yeah, this is despicable. These people are terrible. I don't, I mean, there's obviously, okay. there's obviously no way to stop it, but you know, this is the world we live in. So it really I, is. I'm speechless. Buy my I book. I guess it's the end of the road. Say. Buy his book, Unauthorized Opinions, uopod.com, Spotify iHeartRadio for some reason, Google Podcasts, and Apple. If you're listening on any of those, please share this and give us a good review. He ate it ahead and he gave it a bad review. That's a Simpsons reference. Excuse me. My homer is a food critic. And then on YouTube, please subscribe and share. Getter, please subscribe and share. And everywhere else you're watching, we love you. Have a good night. Um, XFL, I guess, Eric, they should watch. I don't know. No. Report no pine on Instagram. Andrew does on Instagram. Later. Rap snacks. Turn it up, Jordan.